Hey everybody, welcome to episode four of Don't Make Me Come Back There, a funny podcast about family. I am Dustin Nickerson, the host of this, here with Stephen English. Hey. That's his name right now. He used to be C.T. English. Could decide on a stage name. Nope. Stephen English, is that your real name? Stephen Carl Thomas English is Nobody my asked name. for that. Nobody asked for a full name. Stephen English That's is my here producing the government. Uh, and uh, well, this is episode four. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Each week we talk to different uh, funny people and people of interest about uh, something to do with family. Today, showing that uh, that is a very broad uh, topic for us. We're talking to Christian Spicer about video games. And uh, Christian is a bit of a techie. Or not a techie. He's a bit of a gamer. Gamer. Uh, he's on a thing called Twitch. Twitch. Yep. Which I act like I know about, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, but he's also a very funny stand-up comedian former lawyer so he's a really interesting guy make sure you follow him at spicer on twitter uh you can get him at christian underscore spicer on instagram see when he's touring and doing dates and shows in your town and all that all that kind of fun stuff so we hope you guys enjoy this episode uh it's uh, i really enjoy we're talking about just how video games are not just uh you know like when we were kids like it was like this like you'd make fun of them yeah like oh yeah just video games even though we all did it like like you didn't want to go too far down that road. No, you didn't want to be the guy, the video game guy. Well, I guess one day it was just one day it became not cool to be playing video games all night. Like, yeah, when you were like in sixth grade, it was fine, and then one day in eighth grade, it was like, oh, you have to like get a job because that's what it was like in the 90s yeah. that's not true but you had to work at a car wash you, you had to go to kid. your soccer car wash that's yeah. for sure you had to do that you know raise some money while someone creepily stared at you as you clean their rims yeah. <laughs> so there's some youth development for you yeah so uh but we talk about how like that's not the case with video games anymore they're yeah, as mainstream, mainstream yeah. as they've ever been it's like comic know? books now yeah yeah or wwe yeah <laughs> you can't you can't call that subculture no. anymore so uh it's a really fun episode episode and i uh, hope you guys enjoy it uh right now my my 10 year old he uh we, we have a lot of discussions about video games because he really wants to play fortnite yeah you know about fortnite uh my nephew plays it yeah how old's your nephew uh he is 10 yeah so that's how old my son is yeah and according to him every one of his friends plays it right which you know means like nine of them play it. right <laughs> well all of his friends he he only knows probably 60 that's people true. total <laughs> yeah. in the whole world. So percentage-wise, yeah. you're right. That's a lot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we don't we don't want to let him play because he has a Nintendo Switch, which we talk about in this episode. I was like, you don't need more. You don't even have time for the video games that you have. You yeah. know, you come home, you're doing your homework, right. you know, you're cleaning my car every day <laughs> in the rims. Again, that's, there's no car wash when he's just scrubbing. Just get in there. Just every day scrubbing, you know, like Cinderella, mm-hmm. just scrubbing the walls. Building character. <laughs> he does homework and he goes to a sports, maybe he gets a little bit of screen time. Yeah. And he wants this, like, the last thing that you need is, like, another distraction. Plus, I think it's like a shoot game it yeah but it's also you know i i watched him play it and mostly just because i wanted to see how just just see just kind of you know what you want to be hip you want to know what's going on so i heard you're just playing fortnite so i just watched him i watched him for exactly you're talking to a 10 year old so i heard you're playing fortnite yeah, is that cool what you know what you uh what do i need like an invitation is this like google wave yeah. do i need an invitation to play i watched for exactly three minutes and i was bored out of my mind <laughs> bored out of my mind because you have to like survive to like the last person and he just like instead of like going out and like 
trying to like actually like shoot at people. He just like hides. He hunger gamed it. And he the just kid, like, the, well, the guy from Hunger Games, <laughs> yeah. right? He just hid. And you can build like structure, so he just builds like a wall around him and just like waits until like the very last minute. And then the minute he leaves, he gets shot in the face and dies. So it so like, it's like a merge of a shooter game and Minecraft. A little bit, yeah. yeah. V- no, that's exactly what very it is. Very boring. Yeah. <laughs> to watch a ten year old play, so especially one that's not aggressive. Especially about one that's yeah. Which I guess if you got if you got a kid playing a shooter game, you'd rather him be like that. I'm gonna survive. True. I was like, I'm gonna kill all you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, my kid really wants to play it, and uh, we just were. It's just we. First off, we didn't even. Well, that was the funny thing. So we. There's been two things where I've like broke his heart this was, last week because it's in his mind that yeah. he's gonna get it, even though I've been like, you're never gonna play Fortnite in this house. Just like it's not not. We have to draw lines. Right. You're not getting online games. It's just not gonna happen, yeah. and it's not compatible with the Switch. So. Yeah. We got a new computer. We're bragging. Uh, and uh, he thought that we were getting it, like, just for Fortnite. Right. Like, no, man. Like, we didn't. Like, we just went and got this this computer. Right. This, this brand new iMac. Right. Bragging. Just for, uh, yeah. All right. Relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> every, every college sophomore has that computer, so just take a step back. My dad bought it for me. Uh, and then we went to Lennon's and things and yeah. like, picked out some furniture That's for some, my dorm. A nice beanbag chair. Okay. Wow. You're living that best life, man. Got that Joel Osteen life <laughs> every day of Friday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, no, man, we didn't, you know, we got other purposes for this. Right. And then uh, today, so he's going on the road with me this weekend. We're going up to Seattle. I was like, okay. hey, man, we got a surprise on Thursday. And he's like, I get to play Fortnite. I was like, I'm not flying you to Seattle to play Fortnite. Fortnite. We're going to a Seattle Mariners game. Your favorite team was like, oh, that's he's cool. Like, oh, cool. Maybe it's Fortnite. It's night just there. in Maybe his head. Give out some stuff. My and my wife is like, "You're not gonna play that for at least a fortnight." And I was like, "Nice try on the pun, <laughs> honey." But that's like just means he gets it in two weeks. Yeah. The answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's what a fortnight. Well, and I'm okay. trying to tell him like, dude, this is gonna be gone in a month. You know, don't yeah, don't po- give it to him. It's the new momentum. Pokemon Go or Clash of Clans yeah. or something like that. It's definitely. But I also, I think the online stuff for kids too. It's like I think I don't know. If, I don't know in Fortnite. I'm sure it is. But when you know can like have the people talking to each other. It's that's the biggest thing. Awful. That, that's it's why we don't want it. Awful. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like it's if, just the worst people no. of all time. Just, and that's our version of like homeschooling. Like yeah. it, like it, we essentially do the homeschool version of video games. Like no other people. You you just make us. the video games in the home. Yeah, that's exactly it. So <laughs> playing Qbert in the backyard. Yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy uh, this episode four here. Thanks for putting up with any background noise that we may have here. We are recording this here. We are back at Madhouse Comedy Club, and the show's starting, so we got some voices in the back and some fat beats. So uh, thanks for putting up with this. This is a, a, a make sure if you have not already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Don't Make Me Come Back There, and always shoot us an email at Don't Make Me Come Back There gmail.com if you just want to tell us a note, got a funny story you want us to put on, uh, you know, topics that you want us to talk about, and most importantly, make sure you rate and subscribe this podcast and tell your friends about it. Uh, that said, everybody, enjoy this episode. In this chat with my buddy Christian Spicer. Christian, you, uh, so there's so many things that I want to talk to you about always because you're a friend <laughs> and I genuinely appreciate our conversation. These, I'm going to, I'm going to list a thing. Uh, I have a list here mm-hmm. of things that you do. Okay. Tell me if these are true or false descriptions about you, things that you do. Okay. You were a comedian. Yep. True. You're a podcaster. True. You are a dad. True. You are a lawyer. Uh, not true. Not currently true. 
I uh, graduated law school. I practiced law for several years. And you were very good. I was you very good. You said that to me once. I was very good. My I'm bar license. i make you say that on the podcast. I was very good. Um, my bar licenses are currently set to inactive. Um, so I am not an attorney. I cannot practice law. Any legal advice I give is not legal advice. Okay. Yeah. So can I bother you for legal advice or no? I can give you my opinion about something as a friend. Right. It is not legal advice. <laughs> what, 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 what type of law? What, what, what were you I doing? I was a commercial litigator. What's that? Businesses suing each other, basically. And oh. then the last part of my career, I did legal malpractice. When other attorneys got sued, we would represent them. You would represent the lawyers? Yeah. Wow. That's like some... It's, it's fascinating because you kind of have to understand. You have to learn what they know. Right. So like if you're doing it, if you're an IP attorney got sued for something you dive into IP law for a whole bunch. Right. And, and so does that out. mean you were a better lawyer than the lawyers being sued, theoretically? No, I was... Or were they were like giving you tips and stuff? Dude. It was like a batting coach? What is this? <laughs> I don't... We had one attorney that actually fired, like I was working with this a partner on the case and he was like, we can't, I can't retain you. Like, but it was just like, neither one of us went to Harvard or Princeton and and he did and it was like this prestige thing. Gross. Uh it's like whatever. I mean, he his firm is like out of business now because they got sued to smithereens and they lost. Um, <laughs> it's not saying, after they fired you. Yeah, I mean, they had a they did some egregious stuff. But right. having a lawyer represent a lawyer for a legal malpractice case is like a doctor should go to the doctor. Yeah, you, like you can self diagnose something. Be like, oh, uh, this does need stitches. But right. like, you don't want to be like, you shouldn't self stitch. Yep, that is a lump. That's cancer. Well, yeah. time to start myself on. It's like. <laughs> It's it's it, even with comedy, right? Like right. you think something's funny, and then you go on stage and say it in front of a room full of strangers, or you pitch it to your friends. You're like, you know, I've been wondering. Yeah, what do you think of this bit? Right. Yeah. And so it's like an attorney. You clearly messed up. <laughs> right. Like, rightly or wrongfully, you might have not messed up legally, but your client is upset with you. Right. You're getting sued, <laughs> and now you need a fresh pair of eyes to come in and look at it. What a weird world. The, yeah. The idea that you're repping a lawyer, I would just, I would be so intimidated or like just insecurity of especially if they're hype you know all pretentious about it yeah we just have to trust that you're good at what you do and right. that's why they're that's why they're hiring you like for comedy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess that makes the first sense. 25 cases were really good the last 25 were okay yeah <laughs> they did very well did very is what well. i said they did very well <laughs> yeah. yeah all right all right don't hold that against me um okay what else is on my list here um you're a, you are a runner were you a competitive runner I, this is I mean, if you're asking me like, if the U.S. <laughs> Track and Field Coaches Association ranked me 15th in the nation my senior year, I would have to say yes. <laughs> is that the question you're asking? You are so good at like the like almost humble brag, but it's just brag brag. It's just brag brag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't. I mean, if you the, happen to be asking me, if that's the, yes, uh, I don't disagree with what you're saying. <laughs> I, I still run recreationally now. Yeah, I have a bad knee slash IT band. That's a long story. It's not whatever. But yeah, I ran in high school and I had to scholarship. What did you college. run? 400, 800. Four, oh, those are the worst of the races. Maybe the steeplechase is worse. Yeah. Or a 10K on the track <laughs> Nobody is Nobody counts boring. the steeplechase. No, it's a brutal race, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is a brutal race. Uh, I was so well. Did you have, did, I was trying to do a runner bit tonight. Did I you heard hear it. any of it? Yeah, yeah, I did hear it. My wife was a runner. She ran in college. Oh, you called her a current runner. Yeah, she still bit. does run. Okay. Yeah. she. I think she, like you, has transitioned into, for lack of a better word, normal fitness. Right. Like yeah. weights. Right. Do you yeah. CrossFit or something? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, spare me, but the okay. I'll, I mean, you I'll, I'll, I'll spare you up. my hacky CrossFit bit for Did now. Did you hear my hacky CrossFit bit? No, I'm actually pretty proud of it. Please give it. Let's so exchange I, CrossFit bits. I'm doing, I do a bit about being a vegetarian, uh huh, and I open it with some version of like, and I'm a vegetarian, and I'm not just saying that to be the guy that's a vegetarian that has to bring up they're a vegetarian, 
that's why I'm going to mention I do CrossFit. But the reason why I mention I'm a vegetarian <laughs> is, and it plays into the stereotype. Yeah, is that is good. That's much. Mine is, um, if you've ever met someone that, or first off, like, has anybody else here lost a friend to CrossFit? Yeah. You know, the, if you know anyone that does CrossFit, then you know every detail about it because they're like the Jehovah Witnesses of exercises. So it's all it's right. all the same. Um, what I like more about that bit is that when I make fun of the specific workouts. Sure. Of the because I I do enjoy the gyms because there's no like normal exercise equipment which is it's like rings and monkey bars and it was started by somebody I'm I'm full doing my bit right now <laughs> started by somebody that hated gyms but loved recess yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good this is that was the a bad idea to do this bit right now. no it's great it's great <laughs> it's great thank you so much is this your album let's release it <laughs> this is my life from Lestat's album that I like I'm giving that. you right I like now. That. Uh, so I, okay. Yeah. Those are awful choices, but I'm glad that you've transitioned to other things. Uh, do you, are you doing commercial stuff? You're acting? No, no, no. I used to, I have, okay. I, I politely told my agent just, you know, stop. I, yeah. After I, after my oldest started getting a little older, I was like, I can't, I'm not going to drive to Santa Monica at 4 PM for a commercial audition. Now. Right. So no, I do not. But Lou, our sound guy here at Lestats was swore up and down that he had seen you in a commercial. It might be me. I did a... A uh, contact commercial years ago that is maybe still airing. It, it wouldn't surprise me uh, if it's still airing and I'm still not getting paid. The last commercial I did, <laughs> the last commercial I did, oh God, what is it? It was for bacon. <laughs> it was for like bacon or something. And I was with the, um, this isn't out of disrespect. It's just, it was still a couple of years ago. Um, those, those guys that like make those big food things and then eat them, like really popular on YouTube. What? Epic Meal Time, yeah, oh, it was one of the guys from Epic Meal Time, oh. and he gave me like a bacon house or whatever. Like that was, I, oh no, 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 I remember what the commercial was for now. That's funny. Uh, it, I, I shouldn't say because they're not paying. It was for Android Pay. Okay. Yeah, and and I was like at a food truck, and I needed to like I was buying some big. He had like a food truck, and I was buying some a bacon house, and it was like <laughs> easy to do because I could just hold my phone to the thing and sure. get a bacon house. But that was probably two years ago. If not right. Now. It sounds like some prolific work you it was doing. some pretty i had to get i was method so I, <laughs> <laughs> I sent my i sent every other actor on set a dead rat I just follow, <laughs> oh yeah the full jared leto I follow the leto yeah that was so funny because you know as the comic book nerd that i am everyone's like oh yeah did you see jared leto's doing this is like it sounds like he's doing stuff the joker never did <laughs> you know <laughs> like the joker didn't do any of these things he was just you know crazy about a a Batman hero that's not in the real world. Like you can't really do method Joker because right. that Gotham universe is not a real universe. <laughs> right. You can't pretend to be that. That's like when, uh, what's his name was Abraham Lincoln and, uh, what's that? Daniel Day Lewis. Lewis. And everyone's like, Oh, he's sending his texts with a, you like, yeah, I don't think Abraham Lincoln sent texts. <laughs> I understand that he's taking on the name, but I'm glad that you committed to the method acting. Yeah, I really did. And it really showed in that work, which Thank is you. why Thank you it's so prolific yeah. in that Lou side. I, I am genuinely, um, I don't, I think intrigued is the right word. Okay. Uh, because you break stereotypes and you do 10,000 different things. All of which you are really contra- break stereotypes as a straight white male comedian. No, we've never you, seen one of those. You, 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 you know what I'm talking about? Like that are contradictory. Like there's not a lot of lawyer v- gamers, or is there? That are also dads and also exercise. Like even the video gaming exercising. Like those aren't usually hand in hand. 
I, I think it's not stereotypes, but we're seeing more of it. I mean, we are. I'm. A, I'm I like you talking about it, like you're making progress. Well, <laughs> it as a stereotype is we are the first generation to really come up with video games. So it says I like dads the, play video games. How old now. are you? I am 37. So I'm 33. Yeah, we play. We had. I had video games. I got my NES at five. Yeah. So yeah, we've had it our whole lives. Right, and so it's just like that's like saying like. Oh yeah, dads play basketball. <laughs> like, <laughs> ugh, can you believe your? Uh, can you believe he played basketball as a kid and he still plays it? It's like, <laughs> like yeah. Oh, can you believe that my dad still reads? So, yeah. <laughs> so lame. He's still uh, a reader. He's been reading since he was five. Yeah, he Get learned, over he got his it. First book at five. Get a job. <laughs> stop reading. Yeah, I come home from a long day at work and my dad's just reading. Uh, <laughs> when he gets up in the morning, he just wants to read. It's a newspaper, a book, a magazine. Yeah. He's always reading. <laughs> so gaming is something that is, it's it's uh, it's a pastime. It's like watching a movie. It's, right. You know anything else It's now. a form of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I and, uh, I, I think you're right. I've never even thought about it in those terms. If There are like, like when we were growing up, there was the stereotype of like the kid that played too many video games and was lazy and he just stays yeah. at home, yeah. smokes pot and plays video games. Yeah. And like, that's not really it. Like, yeah, I've been recreationally gaming since I was a little kid and it's still fun. The video games have gotten better. Yeah. And there's all types. I mean, from a simple iOS game to like a super complicated mobile game that's right. like a card management game plus an RPG. Right. And then there's online gambling. Uh, yeah. Online gambling. <laughs> when did you start? Were you like, like I, like I said, I got my first NES at five yeah. and I've like, so my video games, like I've on and off played, but right. you, you're still into it. You do I, the I've, Twitch thing, which I don't even really know what that is. Yeah, just, I do not like as a profession. I'm not regular, like to really do it. It's got to be on all the time and, you know, interact and do right. this and that, whatever. But I've never stopped gaming. My first system was a ColecoVision. Okay. I don't, like my older brother I don't brother even know what I. that is. It's like a competitor of the Atari that didn't win. It's <laughs> uh, like that. What was the system that came out that had that game Worms on it? What was uh Oh, Worms has been on everything. Oh, okay, maybe I had uh, only played it on that. It was there was like it was right. At, the Atari Jaguar was one that did not do well. Yeah, there was the one system 3DO. that came out like somewhere around Turbo the PS One oh, time that. It just didn't make it. It could have been the Saturn, but Dreamcast was that it? The Saturn was first, and the Dreamcast. Yeah, I think Dreamcast was oh, it. Such yeah, a good system. I played it on a friend's. I was like, I've never, I'd never seen the game Worms either, yeah. and it was maybe it was everywhere. But yeah, yeah, it was like these systems. Some systems just don't make it. They don't make it. They don't yeah. make it out, baby. Uh, <laughs> or they do well, like Sega did for a while, and then that was they made the Dreamcast. Oh, there you go. And so that was that, like the that death of their, Sega. That was their last console. Yeah. They still make games. It's a very different company now. But... What do they do? Uh, I mean, Sonic Mania came out this year. It's Sonic, a return to form for On Sonic. On what? Uh, everything. Okay. Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. They would just, they make games. Just not on Sega. Not on Sega consoles <laughs> anymore. So they just make games. Be, yeah, they're a publisher. It's yeah. a world I don't know. It's so strange to me because like when uh, Super Nintendo came out and Sega, it was like Nike versus Reebok. Like right. it was like these were, you know, like one, two, like... It was like total brand loyalty. It was yeah. Apple Windows. Like, uh, like, which one are you? And I hate yours. Like, no, Sega's way better. And we like, do what Nintendo don't. Like, that was like a <laughs> yeah. Sega, an actual Sega And I just line. hated that third button on Sega. Yeah. That C button. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. And then, but the R and L on Super, it wasn't even close. Where was where was your loyalty in that? Era? Uh, I had both growing up. I was more of a Sega kid, probably. Um, yeah. The Super NES was in my older brother's room. Steven, you too. You were a Sega kid. Get uh, out of here. Well, Sega had Mortal Kombat with blood in it. Like, 
Did Super? No, Super, you could turn the blood on, on and Mortal off. Mortal Kombat 2. In Mortal Kombat 1, it was just sweat. <laughs> and the fatalities were different, too. I, no, no, no. That's. I think you could turn the blood. No, I, I remember going, that was Genesis, Mortal Kombat 2. On Sega Genesis, you had to do a cheat code to activate the blood that was in it. <laughs> and all the fatalities were original and real. Think about how much games have changed I know. in that short period of time. Uh, yeah. Because I remember Mortal Kombat coming out and being like, everyone was like a big thing. Like, yeah. you couldn't play it. And you look back on this and you're like, oh, yeah, Scorpion's skull showed yeah. where somebody got it turned into a skeleton or got knocked into the pit. Yeah. And now it's like you're shooting hookers. Yeah. Well, the funny thing I think about video games is that you have to remember where they came from. And there's an old Atari game called Custer's Revenge, <laughs> which graphically isn't that impressive because it was an Atari. Is this like General Custer? or 20, what? Yeah, it's an Atari 2600 game. And it's a side-scroller, so picture Mario, like mm -hmm. old-school Mario, and you're running along, and arrows are flying through the sky. Okay, yeah. and uh, you're naked, by the way. You have a cowboy hat on and boots or whatever. It's a real game. You can look this up. And you're running, and you have an erection. What? And arrows are coming at you, flying at you, and you have to dodge the arrows. And when you get to the end of the level, there is a Native American woman tied to a pole that you then slam into. <laughs> and, and, then, and then and then hump a few times. This doesn't sound real. It, Custer's Revenge. This it sounds is like someone horribly just... offensive. Yeah. And so, like, that was a 2600 game. Like, a game, I don't think it was, like, made by Atari or whatever. I forget who made it. But, like, games have been Grand Theft Auto since games. Yeah. And it's they, like, guy was like, I made Pong. And then someone was like, what if I turn this ball into a body part? You know, right. like, uh, it's, it's always been a thing. But, yes, graph, games now It just now wasn't are, as mainstream. Right. Or Now those are fidelity. popular. Like, I'd never heard of those things before until sure. you just told me. But yeah. everybody's heard of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, or Wolfenstein or some of these. Other oh, yeah. Things. The new Wolfenstein's so good. Is it? Yeah. I had only played Wolfenstein on a computer, and I remember shooting a lot of dogs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, you could not. You don't have to kill the dogs, but that's a choice that you made. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't they attack me? No, I mean they're usually pretty nice. If you have a treat, you can just give them a treat. Well, you I'm had to eat kidding. their dog food sometimes. You did. You had to survive. You, <laughs> you had. I mean, it's liver, 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 liver. You got to go kill Hitler, man. You got You can't. You know, he becomes a mech Hitler. Mech I mean, that's Hitler, an interesting moral question. I mean, would you kill a dog to go kill Hitler? <laughs> I mean, that's really if if well, Wolfenstein posed any question, right. it was that, right? I don't want to tell you what I would do but if I had a time machine the first thing I would do is go back in time and kill a bunch of dogs <laughs> what about Hitler nah he's cool no. these dogs I would kill his dogs to make him sad yeah I mean dogs are so great and then <laughs> dogs are so great. but video games are something we've grown up with that are continuing to grow up with like dads play them you might not have as much time because whatever so you're not you know top of your league or right. grinding in destiny like you would um, but there are people that exercise that are it, it's such and I think what's fascinating about games is I might consider myself a gamer with a capital G to define a term right 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 but like on an airplane I'm sleeping or working on a set because I'm flying to do a gig or doing whatever and I look over at the business person next to me who does not consider themselves a gamer right and they're grinding out like eight hours and bejeweled the whole <laughs> flight like you've played more video games today than I will in a week. Right. But if someone were to ask you, do you play video games? You'd be like, no, they're dumb. That's true. The phone changed it. They're, changed they're everything. Like, they're the new crossword puzzle. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's what people are doing on the toilet. All the time. There's no more Reader's Digest. No. It's gone. Gone. Yeah. If you go into my bathroom, I actually have 15 iPads. So you can just <laughs> pick a magazine Why to read. Why 15? Because they're all one magazine only. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have one for each family member and then like a rough amount of guests. Yeah, yeah. You just, that would but come you want to use your iPad again. Right. Yeah, it's all different accounts. These are our regular guests. <laughs> and then we have one rotating for new guests. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how old are your kiddos? 
almost five and a half and almost three. Okay, in so young. May. Yeah. So are you playing with them? Yeah, they just, I mean, I tried to get them into games earlier, um, but I don't want to force it. Get them it's hooked. Like, it's, well, it's like the thing about kids, it's like Tiger Woods would have never played golf or, you know, like the, his dad introduced him to it. Right. Tiger wasn't formed was like, I want to play golf. A, you know, it's, it's between Chris Rock and Tiger Woods, I don't know what was more well, accurate. Four-year-old uh, <laughs> Tiger, so <laughs> go to the tape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but you know they don't know things unless you introduce them to it. Right. So, uh, you introduce your kids unwittingly or knowingly to things that you are passionate about or that you want to expose them to. Right. I'm not passionate about guitar or piano, but I think it could be a good skill for my kids to have. Sure. So it's like, oh, let's let's teach them this stuff. Um, but video games, I like and. I want to play in their company, and so they're kind of getting into it. They're, they love Splatoon Two. We're playing right. a lot of Splatoon yeah, Two. Yeah, we got a lot Switch of Splatoon right now, in the house too, which is which is great, and slowly getting them into it. And then iPad games that you don't consider games. There's like good edutainment right. games on iPad that like is it a game? I mean, kind of, but it's right. also like learning and spelling and even color recognition things that maybe would have been Simon like that. Thing that you're like, sure, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Now that's a two dollar app on your iPad, right? That the kid can play in a car or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have exact. We had Game Boy. That was our only version. Of yeah, the portable. Yeah. Um, but I think it's. I think that's interesting. So when you, so when you like, you say, hey, I want to give my kids exposure to this. Are you thinking of so they can have a lifelong fun thing to do in entertainment as opposed to the music or the sports? Like, how do you, you know, differ the the different options? I think that gaming. Uh, there's a lot of positives that can come from gaming. There's a lot of negative stereotypes that go with it, but it's like problem solving, hand-eye coordination. Sure. And also it's a it's a passion of mine and a hobby that I would like to share with them. <laughs> There's like, like I had a real proud dad moment where I did not get a good workout at all. Um, but for the first time I went for a run while my daughter rode her bike. Right. And I was like, Ben, this is awesome. Right. What a moment. Yeah, it's beautiful. And so it's like the same thing I think of like a parent, you know, oh, we're, I'm shooting hoops with my kid. Yeah. What a moment. Or like, let's go play catch. Right. And it's I remember the first time my two and a half year old won her first game with Splatoon two and she wasn't last on her team. Yeah. <laughs> and she went like, Yes. Yeah. Like hand up, like visibly super happy. Yeah. That she did this thing. Um, so it's more just a shared experience, the same way I think, you know, it's like, Oh, let's cook a meal together and you have they have like their little kid knives and they yeah. cut all the vegetables or whatever. Yeah. You're just sharing a, a hobby with them. If they bounce off gaming when they're older, that's fine. It's not gonna be like right. No, before you can do your homework. It's a family tradition. <laughs> yeah. Spicers yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are gamers. Yeah, the league reset in Overwatch. Yeah. And now's the time to go and <laughs> You gotta level up. You're like an old, like 18th century tailor passing right. down the trade. This is what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are tailors. Yeah. Do you yeah. force it on your kids? The video gaming? Yeah, because we have a text. We had a text thread back and forth about uh, picking up a switch or yeah, if it's good for kids or. I didn't have to. My yeah. kid uh, wanted to. He, you know, he kind of picked up. Uh, screens and gaming because we had an iPad and yeah. it was like kind of like some basics and we just kind of like ease into it like through like Angry Birds yeah. and, and then started doing Minecraft and stuff like that as he got a little bit older and then whatever the oldest kid did the you know Gloria the middle child was all over I want to do this as well yeah and so we kind of went through you know we want to pick up a system and then there was that weird kind of gap where Nintendo hadn't put out a good system in a while because the Wii U was such a bomb for him and so we're like, ah, the Wii is pretty old. Like, we had had that, but they were pretty young, and that was more yeah. for, like, 
when people came over and we all wanted to bowl together. <laughs> the Switch sold more <laughs> units in its first year than the Wii U did over its entire four-year yeah. lifespan. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's truly, it felt like, oh, this is what I remember Nintendo to be. And that it's, and it reminded me of when the Wii came out. And then Nintendo will do these things where they go, we're not, it, it, it reminds me of when Steve Jobs talked about, like, I don't really care about what consumers say they want. We're just going to invent a new thing. And right, we're going to yeah. make them want it. This is this is what we think you want. And right. here's why you want it. Yeah, and the idea of having a system that could be your on-the-go, in-your-hand system and then connect to your TV as well and seamlessly yeah. was like, oh, this is innovative. This is fun. And Nintendo is, honestly, it seems like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here. You can correct me. As far as little kids, it's the best systems. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Xbox and Sony have good kid games also, but yeah. the difference is that the first-party games that they're putting out aren't as kid-friendly, whereas Nintendo games are always really well-made and games that kids can play. Yeah. So it, it works whereas, like, Sony's dropping God of War on April 20th, and, like, that's going to be an incredible game, but that's not, like... Okay, here you go, six-year-old yeah. Kratos is angry, and this time <laughs> it's three-year-old's not going to be celebrating their right. victory. Right, right. You killed that war beast. Like <laughs> it's not going to be, yeah. the moment you have. You're going to still be playing Splatoon. Right, and Nintendo's games, are uh, they do a really good job, and on the platform too. It's so great about the Switch is that the way they prioritize character design, character design, and art style over photorealism. Right, means that they can. We're at a point now where it's like. The game looks incredible in a handheld mode, and you're like, I'm playing Breath of the Wild on a handheld. This is incredible. And then you put it on your TV, and it still looks incredible. It's, it's amazing, not like yeah. Back in the day, I think Vita, one of the Sony Vitas or PSPs, you could technically hook up to your TV. Right. But when you did it, just didn't look. It was like it wasn't there, but we're there now. Right. Where, like, does, does Breath of the Wild graphically compare in terms of, like, number of polys and colors it's pushing out to Horizon Zero Dawn? No. But in 10 years, I think Breath of the Wild will hold up better because mm -hmm. it's got this this aesthetic to it right. that uh, well, Horizon Zero Dawn is just gorgeous, but it's a little more photorealism. And then we're like, oh, I can't believe we used to think this looked good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is funny when you go back on some of those games and you're like, man, I thought this was the best thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Some of them hold up, but a lot of them don't. Yeah, especially early polygonal games. It's hard. I don't even know what that word means. Polygons? Oh yeah. So for 2D sprites versus 3D models. I need uh, I need game examples. Uh, so polygonal. Uh, think. What'd you say, Steven? I still don't know. So I know what a, I fighter. know what a shape is. Picture, I know what the shapes are, but give me a specific picture, game. Picture Virtual Fighter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was one of that was an early polygonal game. Or like a. Where, they have a meeting in here, so. Okay. Cool. Yep. Thanks. So where you have uh, where you have uh, like Street Fighter with sprites. What like, or like Tekken? Uh, polygonal. Okay, yeah. but yeah, when, when those came out, we're like, these are the best looking things I'd ever seen. Well, it, was, it just blew. It, it was what it, was Killer could, Instinct? Uh, no, not that. No, it's dang more it. that that was like <laughs> rendered. I forget exactly what they did there, but like Daytona USA. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Virtual Racing. Yeah, Star yeah. Star Fox. Right. Where you had in, with three D models, what you could do is you could move the camera around. Right. In a way that a two D sprite, you'd have to animate everything of it, but a polygonal thing has um, volume or yeah. uh, whatever the word I'm looking for. So once you create a camera in space, you've created an object that 
you can then rotate around. Right. And, and so when we there. saw it then, we're like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And now you're like, you go back and play Goldeneye and you're like, oi. <laughs> when you played it before, you're like, I'm looking at a mirror and this is Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> like, you know, like, they will never do better than this. And now it's like, who is, what Pierce is Pierce Brosnan this? is in my living room right now. Yeah. This is, and he's beautiful. Yeah. It's incredible. I climbed through the bathroom uh, air conditioning vent, just like in the movie. Yeah. We've hit it. We've hit. We've hit. We've hit peak video game. Yeah, <laughs> I think that it's interesting. Like the because I I love playing games with my kids, and I was, I was playing before we came in. I was playing FIFA with my kid on the Switch, and we like playing sports games because he's a little jock. Which yeah, and and that's fun. And and if anything, it's almost like hard for me not to be uber competitive. Yeah, like I'll beat him. And like yeah, that's right. You know, like getting in his face, and talking <laughs> mad mess. Uh, but which is fun and a shady experience. But then we have the struggle of like, and maybe your kids are too young. Maybe they're there already where it's like the limiting, you know, like that's like the perpetual struggle for a parent right now is screen time. How many screens monitoring? You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, we do limit it. We don't have like a hard and fast rule. It's not like you get an hour of screen time every day, but we're not unlimited. I have a friend who's unlimited and the way that, that he, him and his wife put it, which I think is great, is like we don't want to teach we don't want to limit their screen time. We want to teach moderation. Mm. So we want the kid to self-limit the right. kid to know and, and then like know what's meaningful interactions and what's not. Cause there's a big difference in screen time where it's like, I'm watching YouTube kids and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to unbox. Hi everybody. Welcome back to Tina's channel. I'm going to unbox <laughs> these Shopkins. What a oh weird trend. Look at the Shopkins. It's, it's so amazing. It's or the strangest like, thing in the world. The kids watching People yeah. open presents or like the that com- aren't theirs. The computer generated, like machine generated, machine learned, where it's like Princess Jasmine's head floating around a <laughs> thing, and it's like, and it's like, uh, God is good, God is great. Thank you for the. It's a golden night. Just like weird mashups of like, why you're saying a prayer and now you're like yeah. into a song. So there's a big yeah, difference. YouTube kids is weird like that. Yeah, or even like pick a show, right? Like there's a big difference between. Uh, what might be have edutainment value like Daniel Tiger or Sesame Street and then a show that's a little more just entertainment like Turtles right. and then being on a screen and like what if your kid is on there for four hours in garage band right. laying down dope tracks right. like that's still screen time but would you have been mad if your kid was in their room on like a mini keyboard and a mixer right. being like bum, 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 bum. Right. You'd be like musical G- we got the next Pharrell yeah um, but now that's done on a screen now you're right that you can't lump it all together they're yeah. different things so it's how you engage with it or like even Minecraft the, even the different, different I was gonna say Minecraft is a totally different thing yeah you know and like you, I think it's fascinating too there was an ESPN 30 for 30 podcast about Madden mm-hmm. uh, which is great because it talks about once a really well done podcast and the Madden episode, it talks about how so many of the young guys in the NFL grew up playing Madden. Right. And so Madden's gone full circle where Madden used to try to emulate the NFL. And now the NFL is trying to emulate Madden. Yeah. Where like they've tried to speed up the play of game. They're trying to have these big moments and these catches. And it's like, you know, so are you playing a game? And or, and guys that they talk about on the Madden episode also how we're like uh, the Seahawks. You buy Madden 19 and you play as the Seahawks, like Madden doesn't have access to the Seahawks playbook. Right. But they know they have access to their last 10 years of plays Absolutely. that Pete Carroll's called at Seattle and at USC. Right. And what he's likely to do and what this. And so other teams will research right. the playbook in Madden. Yeah. Or they'll run against, you know, in NBA 2K, they'll run against the Warriors to see how mobile Steph Curry is. Yeah, that almost kind of plays to your idea earlier of like video games aren't subculture anymore. They're not. 
It's yeah. mainstream. It's everything. Yeah. Like you're wearing a Wolverine shirt right now. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid, I had one and it was like a large and it didn't fit, but I was like, I couldn't find comic book shirt. And it was like my flag, right? Yes. Like if I saw if I saw you across mm. the room in elementary school, I knew we'd be best friends. Right. Like this is a moment. We've had a moment. It's like when you see someone wearing a similar jersey. Yeah. And now we're best friends now. Yeah. Few things a lot of things rile me. I'll say a few things rile me up. My biggest pet peeve, I would say, is all the pet peeves I have. <laughs> what? <laughs> but like, <laughs> it bothers me that still when like local news or not even local news, entertainment weekly or not, I don't know, Access Hollywood, whatever it is, right? And they'll be like, Comic Con is starting a collection of nerds. Like, Ugh. you know what I mean? There's always some. And you're like, listen, there, there isn't fifty thousand nerds <laughs> or whatever. It, yeah. It's gonna be a stinky thing, but we're having fun. It's like, oh man, I'm such a nerd. I saw Black Panther. <laughs> a movie that's made a billion dollars in the domestic box. I'm such a nerd that my favorite movie is Star Wars, a movie that was yeah. the biggest grossing film. You like, know, you know, it's funny when you were talking about earlier, like, you know, like video game folks, that like, and then you also work out. And when you go to Comic Con, and I've been a few times, like, you talk about, like, oh man, can people doing cosplay, they're nerds. Like, some of these people will be dressed up as like Shazam. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best looking shape I've ever seen a human be in. Yeah. This person is so ripped. This yeah. person, all he does yeah. is work out and read comic books. Yeah. <laughs> Those are his two things. And, and for real, I don't mean this as a, as a dumb hacky joke. You want to go to a cosplay convention? It's easy. Go to the major league sporting team in right. your town and yes. everyone will be dressed up yep. like their favorite player. No yeah. one's like, look at all these, you know... I don't know, pick a player. Yeah. Like, look at all these Springer cosplayers at this Astros game. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't believe all these yeah. Altuve's. What a, <laughs> look at all these nerds. All right. I get it. You know sports, too. Yeah. And you're yeah, just showing. And now I'm just bragging a little bit. You're just showing names. Well, I was going to do uh, Lincecum, but just because he's coming back. Lincecum? Is Tim, is Lincecum coming back? He signed a one-year deal with the Rangers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That means, you know, University of Washington grad. Uh-huh. I, I know. Mean. That's why I brought it up. No, it's not. It really is. No, it's not. I just read about, and also there's a picture of you them. You did not know that I went to the University of Washington. I didn't know you went there, but I knew you're from Seattle. That's true. So you'd have a connection. I do really do shove there. that down people's throats. Yeah. Uh, we get it. Also, like, I'm a vegetarian. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said to me that this last week, it was, uh, as a clean comedian, this is the highest compliment that you can get. Someone, the host, I was up in Tucson, last Tucson. I would, the host say, I would say over, but okay. Over? Yeah. What did I say? Up? Yeah. I was up. I mean, it was north okay, of San sure. Diego. Yeah, I mean, everything is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, other than Chula Vista. So I was doing a club in Chula Vista. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Called Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the club was Tucson. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I was there and uh, I was staying in the condo with the host who was from LA and he kind of hit me. He was like, it was Saturday morning and he was like, hey, um, hey, did you not swear last night? <laughs> In your bit, I was like, yeah. He's like, do you wear clean? And he's like, yeah, that's uh, that's fine. It's just like, uh, and he goes like, you know how you have that joke about like CrossFit? He's like, that's what most clean comedians are like. Like, we get it. You're clean. You just don't have to constantly tell us how it's a higher form of comedy. Yeah, as a clean comedian. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> like, it's like in your bio like six times. Yeah. You know, like yeah. clean comedian, one the clean, 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 clean. And then you request the whole show to be clean. To be clean too, yeah. So what I'm saying is clean comedy is my vegetarian. Have I have I said Chappelle yet this episode or not? I'm <laughs> you not have sure not. Okay, you good. have tonight uh, and showed me the picture of you <laughs> and David Chappelle. Um, I mean, anyway, uh, you, you work clean. Um, <laughs> a question for you with older, with older kids that play video games. Yes. Ha- have you guys waded into like parental controls yet? 
Because I feel like every system's a little different. I haven't had to get into it yet, but you right. hear the horror stories of like the kid spent a thousand dollars on FIFA cards, right? Or um, you know, the kid bought Call of Duty. Like you had to have the sex talk because they downloaded Wolfenstein Two, and they're right. like, you don't know what your kid's doing, and because there's not like a universal way. And I tried to set up a child account on my Switch so that like my girls could just grab it, right? But then, like, they had to. It's pretty easy to switch accounts. Well, that and like they had Netflix. to like they had to restart Splatoon too. Yeah, because like this is a new account. I was like, they have to do the tutorial. Yeah, like some of that's kind of challenging. Yeah, versus like just running around <laughs> splatting in the main game. Our biggest fear is not the consoles. Um, it's computers and phones. Sure. Um, because you can get there quicker and easier. Yeah. And there's more damage because yeah. the switch is pretty good. Yeah. You know, the Switch, we do the alarm, Yeah. you know, of like, you can set the alarm of how many, yeah. how long they've been playing. Yeah. Which, when I'm playing, is like, just ignore the bell. Just, <laughs> we've got to finish. I'm in know? the zone. Exactly. Um, you know, Joel is our oldest, and, you know, in regard- Joel is your Osteen? Is that what you Joel said? is our Osteen, um, which is funny He's because- very successful, by the About way. half of my social media presence is trolling Joel Osteen so that I have a child <laughs> named Joel. Who is your Osteen? My Osteen. Um, yeah. uh, Joel, we trust in regards to the money thing. Like, he doesn't buy things. He, like, knows the password and could buy games if Ooh, he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. Cause Trust. Because I, I think it's Joel Bug 07. I think he knows it. I think. Whoa, it's guys, if you find oh, yeah, Switch yeah, exactly. lying around. <laughs> <laughs> that may be it. I probably will have to edit that out. Um, the So in regards to that, it's not an issue. And that's part of the reason that we bought the Switch is Joel wanted to play games and wanted to have some screens. And we were all for that. And that I don't, I don't think it's particularly harmful. But compared to you know, unsupervised time on an iPad, yeah. which has all the horrors of the internet. Yeah. So readily accessible. Like Joel's not allowed to, with him, like it was like, you can't be on YouTube. Like we have like a, we're no YouTube. You can't be on YouTube. You can't be. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really do iPad anymore. That's honestly, that's part of the reason that we bought the Switch, which yeah. is like, hey, you can only play the game that's on. Yeah. And we, it's in a common area so we can walk by. You can't. That's one thing that we were talking to, Melissa and I were talking about today. He, he'll want to play like online with his friends, and we're like, no, you, I don't want you talking to anybody. Well, that's a good thing about the Switch is that voice chat is an almost impossible. <laughs> it's so bad. Is it? It's it's like a phone app. Oh, okay. Like you have to like have a headset. It's like a splitter if you want to hear the game. and It's awful. Okay, good. Yeah, perfect. You're, you're fine. Yeah. That's all for us. So, yeah. so we have started that, but I mean- you know, it'll probably get a little more challenging if he wants to do like a different gaming system. But yeah. as of right now, it's like, hey, you can play the game that you and he's content, you know, periodically for his birthday or for Christmas, he'll get a new game and he's yeah. happy to play that. And he's he's content with the games themselves. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it makes sense. It's it's the horrors of the general Internet that more scare me. It's the what? The horrors. Oh, OK. I was like, it's good. Also, the other thing is true. The horrors. Yeah, got it. Of the general internet to terrify me. Yeah, well, it's it's just it's access to everything, and this I don't want to shift gears too hard, but it's like we are, and I'm curious to see how our kids react to it, where we are on the edge of potentially getting into the death of facts, mm. where you have like face swap. Yeah, is is such a thing, and it's very easy to do where like video is becoming photo remember there's an article i forget where it was newsweek new york times a magazine whatever where it's like you know it it was years ago i think it was in middle school and it was like the death of truth and there was a picture of Hmm. a guy like on like 
surfing on the Statue of Liberty or something right. like that. And it was like we gave this picture, this Photoshop picture to a expert, and they couldn't discern a difference between this yeah. and a real. And we're getting there now with video. Mm. And what I think it's fascinating about that, depending on how far you go, it's, I think that that almost gives credibility to conspiracy theorists mm. where you have this idea of like all of a sudden my kids might be flat earthers because we're going to live in a world where we can only believe things we've seen with our own two eyes. Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a video mm. of a thing going around the earth. But yeah. until I, I've also seen a video of, you know, Tom Cruise eating a shark or right. I don't know, whatever it is. Right? right. Where it's like. And my hero, Kyrie Irving, is a. Well, yeah, a flat earther. Now we're just talking about flat earthers. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but so I think in, in regards to, you know, having the internet or the fears of the whole internet, it's just like, it's up to them to react to the Right. It's always, it's always children fixing the problems of the, right. their parents' creation. Well, right. Because I feel like even in my own self that I become, I don't want to say, I become almost apathetic sure. to information. Yeah. That's where I felt like. Like someone will, you know, something will come out and unless it's a great, horrible story, like a school shooting or a tragedy or a natural disaster or something like that. If someone will say, you know, this thing came out about Trump or this thing that came out about, you know, the state of education or this thing came out and you'll go, oh, okay. And you almost don't know if it's true because there is a sense. I mean, how many times uh, that's happened in our world of comedy and there'll be a new story that comes out about how horrible this comedian is and the you know the allegations against them and then you'll kind of wait it out for 24 hours and you go did it still stick okay so no they are jokes yeah it's like no that it, okay shared thought okay or, yeah uh, i i've gotten become to the point and maybe this is healthy but i've gotten to the point that i'm i have a delayed emotional reaction yeah i think that's to information because we're at a it's the um our sources say, or yeah. you just want to be the first to report a thing, and then the retraction, no one pays attention to the retraction of the facts. Right. And so it's like, you can't, the the first thing that come out comes out might not be true. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a not, dangerous place. Yeah, and I've heard that a couple times too, that it's not, right, I mean, anymore with news, it's not about what's right, it's about who's first. Yeah. So who can break the story. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how our kids respond to that 100%. You know, what do you think about on the because this is like, you know, when when people will listen to this, assuming people will listen to this and <laughs> when because I think one of the biggest con- critiques and you've heard this a thousand times of our video games good for kids. Sure. And it's not just the time, mm-hmm. though, you know, because obviously video games are so much more fun than homework. <laughs> but like in we, we heard this when we were kids with like Mortal Kombat and stuff, but like just right. the violence. Right. You know, like, oh, you know, you know, if the video games and the movies and all these things, you know. So do you think through as like, oh, well, it depends on the age that they are and how much they do it. I mean, when you hear people kind of use that common rhetoric about video games and the effect that they have on our kids, you know, because they're playing Call of Duty or whatever it may be. I mean, what what goes through your mind when you hear that? Yeah, as I mean, a gamer, as a dad, and yeah. as a social justice warrior in yourself, you know? I feel like the things we consume affect us. Sure. And to pretend they don't would be dishonest. Hmm. Um, but does it make us worse? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to to phrase it. So, like, it's weird because it's hard to say, well, we've had violent movies and TV shows for a while and we're fine. But then I can't sit there and also say, you got to play this iOS game Florence because it's like a, it's a nice digital, it's like a graphic novel, an animated graphic novel. But the way you interact with the story 
really connects you to the character that isn't possible in a film. Like mm-hmm. I find Florence to be so much more engaged. It's like two hours, it's four bucks, but it's really nicely done and it's moving. Right. And the fact that I was interacting with it and not just watching it as um, a, a motion comic, I became more connected to the character. Mm. So if that's possible, then I'd have to have to also accept the fact that me controlling violence makes it me engaging with it in a way hmm. that is different than me just watching it on screen. The same way that games are engaging, I'm the one causing the violence. Right. And I think that we do have a responsibility in terms of using that wisely and not just having it be violence for violence sake, but having you um, interact with it and, and weigh those decisions. And it's the same thing that I think that it happens in good books, media, uh, television, film, where you can have a torture porn film and it's just like violence for the sake of violence. And I think that does desensitize people to it. But a, a better version of it challenges the viewer hmm. and, and pushes them to think about it and do what they're going to do with it. So I think there are horrible examples of it in all aspects of life that does is the death of culture or whatever. Right. But then hopefully with all of that, we're getting things like Florence or Wolfenstein 2, which is graphically violent, but I think raises very interesting questions and also isn't for a 10-year-old to be playing. Right. But presents you in a way that is, it makes you question the violence and what's happening and the protagonist is struggling with it and you as embodying that character, mm. you're able to learn from that in a way that isn't possible necessarily in a in a film. But, you know, you look at other things like pornography and the access people have to that and, and the exception, uh, the expectations of what um, a sexual relationship or encounter is like and how that has changed over time. Hmm. But I don't know if that's necessarily a, if it's bad. We're so in it still that I think right. it's hard to look back and say that humans are now objectively worse off than we were before. Like, I think it's to some extent, you know, I'm going to use a TV show as an example as if it it were actual reality, but you look back at like Mad Men era Mm -hmm. type thing and like were things better then because kids weren't exposed to violence and this, that, and the other, they weren't playing violent video games. Well, it's like, I don't know. They uh, were more racist than we are now. Uh, A lot of stay-at-home women started turning to antidepressants to cope with their life. Right. Men weren't happy with their home life, so they were cheating on their spouses more. Uh, and but marriages were forced to stay together because of the so it's like, but you know, kids didn't have violent video games in, so I guess it was, I guess it was better. Um, I think it's yeah. hard to say, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think I'm in there with you. I think that there things are evolving, and in the sense that we sometimes some versions of games or movies will come out that are very shocking, yeah, just for the sake of being shocking, right? And then they evolve. And then there's characters that come through that are more empathetic and then help you kind of wrestle with that same tension that you're trying to. I think that when video games get blamed for things, it's just such a blanket excuse. Sure. That is just not, you know, grounded in any sense of reality. And that is there a chance the game inspired a kid to violence? Of course there is. Yeah. Of course there is. Was that a home that had a couple hands-off parents? Probably. You know, that was giving content kind of to your point to kids that were like too young to engage with that content and weren't neurologically developed enough to understand that this is a game and to understand that there is a separation between this and reality and that this isn't cool. This is just a game for entertainment's sake in the same same way that Saving Private Ryan is a movie that depicts, you know, a war movie. Um, 
when I when I see those things, I'm I'm always just like, I just it feels like just an easy excuse. Yeah, and we've I mean we've always had it, whether it's rock music or you know whatever it is, right? Like right. oh, it's ruining our society. But do you know what? Yeah. Do you know when we didn't have violent video games? Like I promise you, there were no violent video games when um, white Western Europeaners were going to the shores of Africa and enslaving right. entire races of right. people, putting them in horrible conditions, shipping yeah. them back to their country, yeah. forcing them to work in horrible con- Like, there were no violent video games then, no. but we were, do you know also when there weren't violent video games? When people in God's name crusaded across right. uh, big parts of the world, killing anyone that got in their way that didn't agree with their religion. They, mm-hmm. they didn't get that from violent video games. Do you no. know when there weren't violent video games? When Hitler rose to power, right, and decided that an entire race, mm. class, gender of society right. wasn't worth living, like he wasn't inspired by a video game. No, uh, so, no. Uh, we human it beings comes out of the heart. Yeah, are garbage. Yeah, we are we are garbage animals that have to wrestle with the fact that we are the top of the food chain and that we are cognizant of our own being. We have mm. gotten <laughs> we. Th- Every other animal just struggles to survive, right? Right. Like you get up, a bird wakes up, it tries to find food, it tries to find water, it tries to find a place to build its nest, it calls a day, right? Right. Human beings, we have gotten so good at surviving that we literally create distractions for ourselves to keep ourselves entertained because the time it takes us to do the necessities in order to which to survive take up such a small part of our day right that we create all these entertainment hobbies oh, eating is so easy yeah and we are now I just so have all this food we're so good at being entertained that we've cre- we've created an entire segment of entertainment to do while we're consuming other entertainment <laughs> like literally shows are like live tweet with the cast of oh yeah backstage podcast while you watch the episode oh, of yeah. backstage podcast like we're not even it's it's mind blowing. Oh my gosh! When I'm on the road, I go see movies that I've seen before already, and I sit in the back and text because I want to <laughs> see a movie and engage with my friends. So, so we're garbage. Yeah. So to blame it on Marilyn Manson or Wolfenstein or Halo or Gears of War or an Eli Roth movie. Yeah. Um, it's it's all it's all. I, the, you want to point a blame? It's us. I think that the convenient excuses. That, yeah, neglect bigger problems. The convenient excuse is always what it's always been, and it's something you don't understand. Right. And it's pointing to the thing that you didn't have when you were a kid. Right. And, and pointing to it and saying that it's different. It's an other, and therefore it's the problem. It's the same thing that happens with racism and, right. <laughs> and like so, a gender bias. So practically, and we can land here, if, how do you navigate it with your girls and the ages and the games and the, when they start to consume content? Because I think about it in my own life and like the content that I engaged, like we had the Mortal Kombat's and like I had pretty violent games, yeah. but those weren't like realistically violent. I'm not like, a, I'm going to freeze my friend and then sh- knock him his head off. You I know, mean, like Scorpion a, does rip out a guy's yeah, head yeah, yeah, spine yeah. dangling. None of which I had options. I had, I could <laughs> not, you know, I didn't have any of those finishing moves. Yeah. And, and But I did have you know, uh, first-person shooter yep. games or whatever they may be. The, the games were a little more make-believe yep. that I was playing. Um, but if you think, if I think about the things that, like, affected me more as a child negatively, it wasn't video games. It was more like horror movies, sure. you know, that I saw too young, that things would, like, haunt and be more. Yeah. Those would impact me more. Yeah. Um, 
but so practically navigating as a kid as as a parent i'm just thinking about okay when they can see it how much they can see it and then also the conversations that kind of come along with it and that i'm not just giving you this thing to engage but we're going to continue to engage around it does that make sense yeah no it's got to be a conversation it's got to be a dialogue and it's different on a case-by-case example for each kid and whether or not what they can handle and when they can handle it and then being involved with them to see how they're handling it and processing it. Right. And it's not just playing a game or watching a movie. It's and having a conversation afterwards or during. What's your favorite part? What does this make you feel? How is this, you know, whatever. And yeah. then you got to build from that. And you're going to make mistakes. And sure. parenting, like, it's, it's part of a bit, so I'm not trying to run a bit here. But, like. CrossFit. What I, <laughs> CrossFit. <laughs> what I've learned from parenting is that mostly it's having your kid box you into a corner and then you as a parent pretending you meant to be there. (laughs) It's like, you're going to mess up. Yeah. You're going to be like, Oh, uh, nightmare on Elm street's way scarier than I remember. Right. (laughs) I guess I didn't watch it when I was six. You should not be watching this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to find your way out. Yeah. Uh, And that's, that's fine. That's fun. Yeah. Right. But you do your best. Right. You got to do your best. And I think in general, that's a healthy approach to take with your kids, too, of sometimes just being like, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I messed up here. Yeah. And no matter what. Which our parents wouldn't have. (laughs) There was no like, I'm I'm sorry. But no matter what you do, your kid is going to look back at you and roll their eyes. Right. Like, I, I have a great relationship with my parents. I'm assuming you have a good one with yours. It doesn't matter. But like every person as they grow up is like, ugh. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so it's gonna you can yeah whoever it is i don't know pick a person pick a person right and that's going to be part of it so it doesn't matter what you do when your kids become parents there's going to be part of their child part of what you did as a parent that they're going to want to change and do differently right. and and you just can't you can't stress on it you got to do the best you can and be active be engaged and then and do the do the best you can and it's hard yeah <laughs> it's beautiful good stuff thanks for tuning in everybody if you have not done so already please rate and subscribe follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends also if you want to shoot us a note uh you can email us at don't make me come back there at gmail.com also if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before thanks so much everybody